You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. We've got tacos. We've got titties. And and we've we've got got the sauce sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth. The brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay. Mouth, fire, motherfucking mouth. (laughs) Wait. Andy Rocky Goon Jesus. What, old, right here? No, you're not going to include uh, Iraqi Goon Jesus? Oh, Iraqi Goon Jesus. So like, <laughs> and Zodiac Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different podcast network, After Dark. You're listening to the Josh Adams podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Bro. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Josh Adams Podcast. We are back again for another episode with another guest that is uh close to my heart, one of my favorite people in the world. And I only known this man for about three weeks, but he just you ever meet somebody Kari and they just you like I kill a motherfucker over this nigga. Like hilarious. And this is this guy is like that. Uh I'm gonna introduce him and then we're gonna start the show. Armand, what's up, brother? Hey, what up though? This my dog Armand. <laughs> tell the people a little bit about you, real quick, Armand. Uh, just, just go, just talk for two minutes. Let them know about you, and just tell the people where your, your just your social media and shit. Social media, all right. Uh, I got my Instagram SKDC underscore my figurage, and uh, I post a lot of cool pictures on there and stuff. Um, I stay on the East Side, of Detroit. Uh, Cadrian Warren, Cheddar Boys, baby. <laughs> you know how the Cheddar Boys is. Where at? <laughs> And yeah. Man, that's before his time, bro. Yeah, he is. Armand, how old is you, Armand? Twenty-one. He probably 21. know more like Vezo Teen Eastside. I don't think he. I think he. Uh, like he ain't even. He don't even. He know, know who the hell Vezo is. You know who Ice World Vezo is? No, exactly, <laughs> man. Armand right, just man. a regular, regular cool ass motherfucker, man. And I, I love this nigga. You don't know Vezo. Kari, what's the deal? What's been up? Drink got man, same old, same old, man. Uh, you know, Detroit is different, creative differences, uh, balancing all of this stuff out. You know what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, before I get to kicking with Armand and getting in, because I, I like having guests on, especially interesting motherfuckers. He interesting. We okay. had a lot of, a last, last two episodes been wild as fuck. Uh, understatement, my brother. Period. Understatement. So they've been they've been crazy. So I brought my dog through. We're going to be real informational on this one, man. He got some real dope shit that he into, and I really want to kick it about this. We're going to give y'all everything on this show. You're going to you're gonna hear some ratchet shit. You're going to hear some shit that feeds your soul, your mind. We're, gonna, we're here to fix your mate, whether it's a man or a woman. We're here to let you know what's going on. But uh, I just want to, one time, I just want to dedicate this podcast out here one time to Rocky B. You heard about this, right? Mm, what's Rocky up? B, rapper Rocky B from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky Badge, you might know her as. Uh, she went, somebody booked her out in a show. Out in California. Oh yeah, shit. Uncle P was talking about this, bro. And set her up and set her up yeah. for people that don't know. They set her up. She beefing with a girl named Cuban Doll. She been beefing with for a minute, and they they booked her for a show. Uh, same as they did to Biggie Smalls back in the day. That E forty and them boy E forty say he didn't do it, but his boys did. Mm-hmm. They booked him for a show, but it didn't get to where this got to. Basically, these dudes set her up, and Rocky B was out there with her manager. They beat him up, pistol whipped him, put her in a dog cage, took a picture of it, and took her chain. Yeah, man. Uh, as we know, it's sad and tragic, but hip hop and street life and people acting out acts of street life go hand in hand. Uh, I I hope everything works out for her and her manager where um, they can roll with some better protection. 
uh, not end up in unfortunate situations like that. And then yeah. for all the promoters out here that's doing business in a righteous way, um, hopefully you do get the opportunity to book different acts and uh, not raise those insurance rates that damn near are already astronomical when it comes to anything related to hip-hop. Period, man. And I'm going to say this. Whoever put that shit together, whoever did that, because I'm sure it was a bunch of niggas, y'all some hoes. Period, y'all pussy. It's like who putting their hands on a, who beefing with a girl? Like who getting in with beef with women? Like another another woman. Like that's what I'm saying. Like what but, nigga? Like what? But in, in in all honesty, and yo, this my dude. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to this dude. But it was the whole nation saying that same shit about trick trick and the no fly zone shit over a period of time too. Did trick and trick that's beat the same. up little Kim and put her in a dog cage or well, a hamster trick cage? trick's a man. So, but that's what I'm saying. But it's a woman beefing with a woman. Man, niggas, that wasn't a woman who beat them, beat all them up. That, if that was a gang of bitches beat them up, well, then let them do what they do. Them was niggas involved who put that play together, dog, who really executed all that. And y'all, y'all some hoes. And I hit, you know what I'm saying? I hope that Rocky B, I mean, I hope this get to her. I don't know. I hope somebody's saying this to her. Don't even feed into it. Because at the end of the day, it's only two things can happen. Somebody going to leave here and then somebody going to end up in jail behind that shit. That's just what's going to happen. So in my opinion, Rocky, if I was you, take this energy, and now you got a platform. People looking at you, and you got the city behind you. It's weird how it happened, but not a city behind you for real, for real. Take that shit, turn that energy into something else, make some good-ass music, blow up on that bitch, period, and leave it what it is, and then let let the universe take care of everything else. That's what I feel like she should do. Yeah. uh, Like I say, hip-hop is so intertwined with street life that shit like this, I would say happens every day in hip hop. Putting bitches in dog cages? Yeah, shit like that happens every day. In dog, every day. Every day. Come on, that shit don't happen every day. That's not no normal shit. That's why nah. it bothers me. Where a bunch of dudes basically beat up a girl. First of all, I can understand if Rocky B was a big bitch like uh, Cleo off, set it off like Queen Latifah. Mm, but she's beefing with another girl, and I know other women were involved. The violence associated with hip hop, the amount of murders, the amount of deaths, the amount of uh, gang ties and drug ties. I niggas mean, some it's, it's, it got to be rules, Corey. It got to be some type of rules when it comes to that niggas I mean, hands off. If his bitch is beefing, like put it like this: if my sister get into a fight, I'm not gonna beat the bitch ass because my sister tell me but, to beat the bitch but ass. But you not, but you're not in the world of hip hop where they're doing things like I mean, just the whole. The whole world of the setup, I mean, it, it it goes hand in hand. Like, we look at what's got Tax Stone arrested and everything with Trey Ave on, like, a large level for people to look at and see. I mean, that type of shit, that as it plays out, um, I, I would say that this is so commonplace in hip-hop. I mean, it's, it's actually a blessing that she wasn't murdered because often as we see with so many, I mean, rest in peace soda, um, everybody been, you know, talking so much about him. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. when we think about the East side guys, I mean, peasy, that's one of the dudes that, you know, I build with heavy and, um, you know, who he lost and rock uh, was murdered. Uh, I mean, the, the amount of, the amount of murders tied to hip hop and even just Detroit rap itself. I mean, proof, bugs, but I mean, you saying dudes like, but now that women are getting more involved with street rap, what is it going to happen? Not not on the level, not on the level of now. They've been getting it in on street rap, but ever since, ever since the prominence of the prominence, no, 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 no. It's women beefing with women, but men are involved 
because those women but then you, once you get involved you in the beef like if two bitches beefing let them beef let them hold slap box it out but you don't the, run up and beat but no it's the ass. same but it's the same thing I mean you you shouldn't want to murder a man just because he associates with another man no. so I'm just trying to say like uh, these whole quote unquote codes right, that you, you know speak of are not that, existing you know, you know that ain't cool you know man, that's not cool for it's not murder you get to violence a- is not cool it's, under any premise well, just because a person makes a song it, period it's cool but, if they gonna do it but when a man no, involves cool. himself in a woman or woman's it dispute, is not cool you are now pussy violence is not cool you women you, you're pussy when you do that violence isn't cool under any premise it, it definitely over just making a music man beating up a bitch Okay, I definitely think domestic violence is not cool, but I'm just saying under any premise. But because the the street life okay's a lot of this shit, it it actually I would I would go as far as to say that that street shit lane. The man. rules. Okay, well if you want to say that, then you hey, yeah, that may be I true. Mean, I feel that way. That street shit lame. If that's cool to be like hell yeah, if it's some niggas sitting around laughing like we took that bitch chain, we put her in a dog cage. I mean, how many songs? I hope y'all assholes. How many songs in rap say like kidnap your girl? Kidnapping, kidnapping, went kidnapping the girl of a dude connected to a man in the streets been going down since shit, bro. That shit ain't since sweet. the streets. Existed. That's just a part of like the first hey, person man, they gonna get gentrification in dog. If that's what okay, we doing, right, well. I'm all for white people and dogs not in the right. city. Let me get over <laughs> to my guest, man. He's sitting over here, don't know what's going on. We talking about women being put in dog cages. I was like, what the hell is this? What kind of video I come through? Exactly. Hey, my man. bad, Armand. Armand, what's up, man? Back back to back to reality, man. Where so where it's cool to not beat up bitches. Yeah, right. Because another bitch is beefing with her. Uh Armand, you 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 got some books with you right here. Mm-hmm. And we sit around and I talk to you all the time about this, man. Hey, uh Kari, are you are you familiar with the purple gang? Yeah, as we talk about street life, man, that Jewish mafia that we think about that kind of goes right back into people kidnapping people's wives. <laughs> a lot of that goes purple deep gang into ain't purple never gang. put no bitch in no cage. Mm. But they would kidnap a lot of the wives of people, especially like when you think about like, okay, when we talk about the purple gang, that's the Jewish mafia that was existent. And I would also say in some ways, probably still sort of existent. But this thing very you right here, very <laughs> prevalent, very prevalent in like this neighborhood going all the way back to like, so like where Mumford High School is, Central High School is, Northwestern High School is like that was the stomping grounds because it was like the, 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 the way that um, the way Jewish people were looked at was so strong. I mean, even when you think about the Fisher building was the tallest building in Detroit for so long uh-huh. because Max Fisher a Jewish man never had the right to even own property downtown. And that's why he was like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the best building in Detroit Damn. and I'm going to put it on the west side. I didn't know the, that. the lines of the east and west side are the boundaries really set against what is like traditional white versus a lot of Jewish people. So Jewish was niggas at one point in time. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, sure even to this day, that. bro, even to this day, I mean, like when you look at most of these rallies uh, <laughs> that uh, any large groups of a lot of conservative white people there at, one of the first things they'll say is, yeah, we don't like black people, but we don't like those kikes either. Wow. Like, I mean, so, like, a lot of the reliance of what Jewish people had to do and, and, and live with 
you know, they, it was a lot of self-reliance and self-determination and cooperation they had to come together. And I'm going to tell you straight up on some real purple gang shit, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, for, you know, the Ford family, because, you know, uh, Henry Ford was one of the biggest he was supporters. In the no, he was, he was one of the biggest supporters of the Nazi regime yeah, and Adolf smart. Hitler. So it was a it was to a point where in most of those communities, if you owned a Ford, your Tires would get slashed and your car windows would get busted in if you were around a Jewish community. So, Armand, being a part of the Purple Gang and being that you affiliated so deep, do y'all still be running around here hitting licks and shit on people and doing all that? Like, is the Purple Gang still, are y'all still getting it out here? Do not incriminate yourself, sir. No, please (laughs) defend. Okay, cool. So the Purple Gang is still out here fucking people. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no that here. was an assumption. And I'm sitting here cool. I'm cool with one of the top-ranking officials over here. Armand. But I'm going to tell them how deep... I mean, can you speak on what your affiliation with the Purple Gang is? Hey, if you listening, Google the Purple Gang. There's some real shit. There ain't no niggas that wear purple either. Like, I know y'all thinking, like, they dress like Hilarious. the Joker. <laughs> the like Joker. Purple <laughs> suits and shit like that. No, they was on some other shit. Tell them about the Purple Gang and how you were affiliated. Uh, only way I'm affiliated with them is that my uh, great great uncles were uh, some prominent members of the gang. So that's about it. I mean, that goes back to the the 20s and 30s, but you know, <laughs> the 20s and 30s. So your uncles were them was responsible for uh, vandalizing a bunch of Fords and shit. <laughs> yeah, a little more in than Boston that. Edison area. Uh, a lot, a whole lot more than that. Yeah, a whole lot more. So it all started back in like the uh, 1890s and stuff when. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of like uh, European people you can start coming and coming to America and uh you know a bunch of different Jewish people and um just different people from uh like I- Ireland and uh, different places over here so they're all setting like New York and Detroit and, and they came here to Detroit so I mean when they came here they came over here what by boat of course yeah so, yeah by, by boat over to New York and they you know spread out uh, across the country and stuff and but um Detroit was a growing uh city at the time mm-hmm. uh early 1900s and all that when the you know ford started opening up his uh his his factories and doing all that and, um, and how did they get their money like how was purple gang like so wait a minute so what made the gangs like what made them say all right we finna become a gang like they didn't come over here as a gang they no. created that here what made them be like all right we finna start a gang well since get to uh, some gangster shit how did they say that like we finna get into some gangster shit like what made them do that well there are so many immigrants coming here um like in new york and detroit there is many like areas where they're, like there are ghettos of all the different you know ethnic groups. So, like the people have... always think ghettos is just about black people. It was black. It was the Jewish people first, wasn't it? Well, a ghetto, a ghetto means pretty much a uh, um, an area that's like super packed with like one ethnicity or whatever. Okay. So they have like Jewish ghettos, Ireland ghettos, you know. So how did um, ghetto just become some black shit at one point in time? Like, because when you said they had a Jewish ghetto, they had a a, a, a Polish ghetto, like they had mm-hmm. ghettos for specific areas. How did it just, we'll talk about that later. So go yeah. ahead. They created Jewish ghettos. Go. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it was like a Jewish ghetto. And, you know, I mean, when you have like a whole bunch of people packed in a small area, there's a lot of, always a lot of poverty and then uh, all that stuff like that. But um, what happened was in like the late 1900s, no, not um, late 1910s, like, 1915 to like 1920 or so. Mm-hmm. That's like um, when prohibition started coming up about, and prohibition's the thing where they made um, like selling alcohol was like illegal, so you couldn't like go buy at the store. You couldn't just go buy no brew, so you had no. to go through somebody through a mobster. Yeah, pretty much. And they, you know, they would uh, get the stuff from like uh, Canada, or they would make it in the uh, like secret breweries and stuff, and um, 
make you know wine and uh, whiskey in their de- uh, their bathtub and <laughs> so that was the first way. So that's how they was making their money through prohibition. Mm-hmm. So I mean the Purple Gang, uh, like when my uh, my uncle started up around, um, I think during like high school or something like that, or like you know juvenile kids going around, um, you know doing some stupid shit, uh, you know being you know poor kids. Just uh, trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah they just fucking around, and they became a gang. And then when did they start murdering people? <laughs> they probably started oh, right from the beginning. <laughs> In the beginning, so they was 13-year-olds just stabbing motherfuckers. That's yeah, how probably. they started. They probably worked for, like, the local mod bosses, and then once uh, probation started, they really uh, got started off as being all organized and um, doing all that kind of stuff, so... And these motherfuckers real gangs. Let me see this book, because, like, I see he got a book here, Detroit's Infamous Purple Gang, Images yeah. of America. Yeah. Paul R. What is his cat? Uh, what, I'm gonna, I don't fuck his name up. Uh, Caffey? Says Paul R. Caffeyf. Uh, Caffeyf with two F's on this bitch. This a real book too. I ain't held a book in so long. Yes. <laughs> I feel I like this. Is, then it's like a tablet. I thought it was a tablet. I'm trying to move it and zoom a in. Tablet. <laughs> These look like some real. They don't. And they. Well, I mean, well, you got to look at not just the purple gang, but uh, so many uh, the ties of a lot of the Jewish mafia. I mean, um, I think um, the 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 way that so many immigrants that are outside of like the basis of white, which is Germanic, English and French. So like the basis of white is you're from Germany, you're from England, you're from France and some parts of Spain. Uh, if you were Polish, if you were Italian, if you were Irish, you were not looked at as a white person in America. You were looked at as an immigrant. So yeah. we even think of like uh, one of the most infamous gangsters in the history of, uh, of I guess you'd say like the mafia culture, Meyer Lansky. Uh, Meyer Lansky. Y'all heard that. Rap music had put you all this gangster shit. uh, One of the the savviest Jewish um, business people as well. So the ties between between what people label as crime and what people label as business, uh, a lot of it was just finding your own way and uh, buying property. Uh, representing things, uh, having ways to lend money to people that actually ran businesses and wanted to buy homes and then get money back to families uh, across borders, uh, especially when we think about the, the ties to what is labeled as the Jewish mafia, which I think was more so an uh, uh, organization that was about self-determination. Wait a minute, bro. I'm looking at this book here. It's these motherfucking name Joe Bernstein and Sam Bernstein. Are they affiliated with the Bernsteins, the lawyers? Yeah, Possibly. Possibly. Ain't that a bitch? These motherfuckers was sure the mafia, now they're lawyers. And now they're lawyers running the city, man. And these and, and they gangster, bro. They ain't smiling at none of this. So I mean, I didn't know this shit was this deep, bro. I didn't know we had mobs and gangster shit like that. I mean, it's very, very much like a lot of the cities when you think about uh, the Jewish. And the Italian mafias were the mafias that are labeled. Uh, It's not as many movies about the Jewish mafias, but uh, most people think the Italians and the Sicilian families. uh, So are they doing that on Samoa because they say Jewish people are in Hollywood to maybe keep it low because that money still is circulating around? uh, I don't know. How you feel about that? I don't know. Armand, is, 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 you think that's what you, why you don't think they, it's no movies about the Jewish, I mean, Jewish mafias? I think they made a couple of movies about them. It was in a casino about a Jewish guy in uh, 
Well, Vegas, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because well, uh, in being in in being in ties, but it still was kind of connected to the to the families. I mean, right, yeah. so many of like the even the mob trials of like the nineteen forties. I mean, that was around the uh, you know the the Sydney kit, as they say. So it, I think the the idea of what a mobster is is it, more it, the, the story plays out as more of a character when you see you know uh, some all. guy you know Joe Joe Pesci's character beating up people with bats <laughs> as opposed to somebody that's a CPA and also owning property and using uh, probably not using deadly force as much like a Meyer Lansky mm-hmm. as much as uh, using taking advantage of uh, of politics and business uh, really a lot of the things that we would label as being illegal then mm-hmm. because they were Jewish are very legal today. It's just that Jewish people, uh, like, I mean, we as black people need to take advantages of so what they, we can So their gangster, they, they gangster was used as more more intelligence than more, it was more brain than brawn, basically mm-hmm. what you're saying. In a lot of ways, it had to be, you know? In a lot of ways, it had to be, because just the way that we think of... Um, I mean, those names like Bernstein and Stein, like a, a lot of those ties when we think about like the 1920s, man. World so they wouldn't shoot up a neighborhood. They would just buy all the houses and make everybody move. Is that the kind of shit they was on? Well, no, I mean, really. so much of it, so much of it was, I mean, the, 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 the fight that many people that are Jewish historians would say, but especially from Germany after World War II, I mean, the, the way that they were not never accepted. So you're getting some of the the best thinkers from Germany to mm-hmm. now come to America and apply some of that same acumen into different things, whether it be movie, real estate, law, uh, different things like that. Whereas in the Italian uh, families, you're getting a different group of people. It's not like uh, the the best fashion designers were leaving Italy and coming to America. It was people trying to find their way. Uh, the Jewish families that were coming to America also had a whole lot of... Uh, other skill sets to apply. So their moms had and, different types. And they were sending the gangsters, like not the gangsters, <laughs> but they were sending like the motherfuckers that was in jail, the dreads, the society over here. In a lot for of the most part, they was getting rid of the motherfuckers yeah. and then they come over here and then they find their way and then ain't no real rules because when they came over here to America, it was still brand new, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like right now, uh, the way the broken. USSR or Russia yeah. is and like a lot of those I, I don't I mean in, in Detroit it's less there there is still a strong community but if you run into some of the like uh people from the USSR as much as you may think you may be talking to a gangster you could be talking to a scientist as well you know because it's opportunities in the broken nation wow that are here that weren't there yeah the fam my family left uh uh the there were the Jews of the Ukraine and Russia um, the 1890s come here pretty much for a better life like any immigrant from um, back then and today, you know, still come over here for a better life and uh, doing all that. So, so come who, over here who, and just do a better life. And who was the Jewish Scarface then? The Jewish Scarface? Like, who was the Jewish Tony Montana? I mean, the Tony he, Montana was a creative character to begin with Cuban. anyway. Well, no, he was a, he, that wasn't a real character. <laughs> but he was Cuban in the movie. Yeah, he was. So who was? I'm just saying, like, but if we had to say, all right, that was the that that's the uh, Jewish. Pen, I would say Meyer Lansky. Yeah, yeah, probably. And Meyer Lansky was out of where? Uh, New York. York. I mean, that was Lucky Luciano's. Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky were basically the the they led 
all cr- crime activity in New York for like I, I what would I say the forties and fifties? Yeah, like forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. And really, Maya Lansky maybe the forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies sort of. And the fucked up part about that is, is that I'm thinking about all this stuff like the guy who they couldn't find that was missing. They still ain't found his body. Who was that guy? What's his name? Yeah, yeah that, that one Irish dude uh, God, from uh, from Boston. I mean, some of that uh, you you realize they, they they say he's under the silver dome. I'm but you really, call, I, I oh, you talking about Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa. goddamn Hoffa. They <laughs> okay, never found that's him. What you talking about the body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've never found Jimmy Hoffa. Bro. I know where he is. <laughs> See that purple man shit. See, we, That's what I'm saying We came on this show To get to the truth And our mind got it I wouldn't have brought him On here for no reason You know what I'm Hilarious. saying We talked about hip hop For 20 minutes And left him out here In the cold And now we're here To talk about that real shit Where's Jimmy Hoffa at man He's uh, probably floating In the Detroit River somewhere If he's still in there boy. Well, that's he's probably up. weighed down With some uh, concrete bricks But They done found a lot of shit In that Detroit River mm-hmm. And people still be over there Fishing I don't know why y'all Over there finding Motherfucking uh, Gucci loafers <laughs> They used to dump people off the edge of uh, the Belle Isle like bridge and stuff. They're driving in the middle, mm-hmm. just dump someone off the uh, the side there. So this boy know a lot yeah. about this shit. You going to really start talking about your family, man? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what was your family? What was the names of your uncles that was involved with the Purple Gang? So it was uh, Harry Keywell and uh, Philip Keywell. So and um, Keywell is actually a bit of a famous name. Or they still have some uh, people nowadays that are. Uh, Key wells and um key wells. Yeah. And, and let me ask you this, what area were y'all living in? Were they living in? Like where was they at? It was like the lower east side, so um just all over the place, I guess. Downtown, east side. So Purple Gang wasn't just affiliated to one side of the city, they was all over. Yeah, pretty much, but mostly on the east side though. It was East Side, so I think West Side was the Italians, and the East Side they had uh, a lot of the Jewish uh, oh, gangsters. Oh, so y'all was beefing. Mm-hmm. So the Jew, the Jews, and the Italians was beefing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I mean who won? <laughs> Probably Italians after a while. They got better dressing though. Ain't yeah. no Jewish dressing, is it? Like anytime you got a dressing, you pretty much did your thing. Ain't no Jewish Italian, dressing. Italian I mean, dressing, it ain't no right? Jewish dressing, is it? Like, I mean, do they have a dressing? Yeah. What what's the what what salad dressing do you have? We got French. Uh, yeah, what kind of Russian? But yeah, he's saying it's not a Jewish. It's not a Jewish. It's dressing. not Hebrew dressing. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> that don't sound like that would be good. Like, hey, I don't know. You some... never know. I have no idea. Kosher sauce or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like kosher sauce. Kosher sauce. No, but no, Ju- no. A Jewish delis delicatessen is amazing. Oh yeah, I can say Russian dressing. I guess you could say is Jewish, right? Really? They use those delicatessen. We put that on corned beef and shit. Yeah. So I guess y'all right up there, but you don't put it. But that Italian dressing got shit fucked up. Everybody <laughs> love Italian dressing, bro. Mm-hmm. Not as good as uh, Russian dressing no. or Thousand Island, which is also called, but it's Russian dressing. Thousand Island. Why do they call it Thousand Island? I have no idea. They're just making up shit at this point. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, Armand is into like we we sit around here, bring up like he'll just pull up gangster shit all the time on Wikipedia and be showing me shit. And he's also into coins, which people don't know. Bitches love coins. Am I right? Yeah, for sure. They always trying to get to the coins. They like I'm trying to get my coins up, and our mind is a savant when it comes to coins. Like you can put a coin in his hand, he can tell you the last fifteen people who added it. <laughs> All right, now if he can do that, yeah, he we need to. I'm like real man. He is. You give him a coin, he'd be like, "Oh, okay, uh, Tommy Hearns." He about Tommy to bitch in He can run in his mind. <laughs> last few people who had these coins in their hand, our mind. These people don't know, man. You got. You you are you got telepathy. Yeah, right, yeah. You're clairvoyant. 
Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. No, man, but tell the people, man, about your coin fetish. It sounds sexual when coin I say it like fetish, that. What? It sounds like you like bitches to get you naked and throw pennies at your back. Man, I, I just like money, so. And why you playing, dude? I mean, just to just talk to the people about the coin thing. How you get into coins? It's I don't know. Coming from, coming from such a gangster family who invented <laughs> Russian, Russian dressing. Uh, believe why it can or I not, not talk? Russian dressing. Russian, <laughs> Russian. I couldn't say it at first, but yeah, go ahead. Just how you get into the coins? Uh, how how I got into coins? Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, it was me, and my uh, Jewish grandpa. Um, Shout we, out to you. <laughs> what you call? What you call your grandpa? Zeta. Shout out to Zeta. Yep. So you know, go to like the grocery stores. You know how they got those uh, green machines of coin stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, check the slot where the money spits out. That like machine doesn't accept and stuff. Sometimes you get some uh, cool coins out of that. So. Oh, hmm. so the ones they don't take usually be special. Yeah. yeah I never thought Would it be like foreign, like pesos and... Yeah, usually it's like foreign coins and sometimes you get some silver stuff too, you know, silver dimes okay. and uh, some silver coins and stuff for there or foreign things. And okay. That's pretty cool. What's uh, what what's the most foreign coin you got in your collection? <laughs> most foreign? That you like, like from a country, it's like, damn, I didn't even know this country existed. <laughs> Probably Atlantis. some, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Might have some like uh, like African com- um, country, something like Mozambique or uh, mm. you know some. Okay, some, oh, you, you got, got some like money that. from Mozambique. You got ain't that something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, I was just gonna say like I ain't never heard of no African currency. Like, what's currency like in Africa? Like, what coins do they have over there? Like, I mean, well, it's, Africa's a continent, so you know all the it's countries. So many, yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's so many different ones. Yeah. But you just never yeah. hear nobody like, damn, look at that cold ass uh, Nigerian <laughs> Nigerian dime. Like, you ain't never heard nobody. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, Nigeria's economy is so strong, I wouldn't be surprised if... Yeah, they uh, probably got some good money. I got some, some paper money real good... Yeah, yeah. Is that, they that. money fucking with, is like fucking with ours as far as, like, value? It's it's rising up, brother. Yeah. It's rising up big time. We like, even... Say. It's a whole, like, you know how, like, Bollywood exists in, in yeah. uh, India? Yeah. You know, Nollywood exists behind... Nollywood? Nollywood. I think Nigeria. I heard about that. Lagos, Nigeria, behind uh, Lagos, Nigeria, behind Hollywood, and in India, that's like the biggest place where movies are being made. Damn. Yeah, man. See, people think they get money, and all these Instagram girls flying all the way out to Dubai to let these uh, these oil sheiks do weird shit to y'all out there <laughs> in that country. They they get money too now, but who, it's who get money. Those oil sheets. I know they are. That's why they out there let them do weird shit to these Instagram models. These girls that y'all find, man, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> before I get off the topic or whatever. Yeah, so, okay. So, what's the most expensive coin that you've come across that you have, like, like, that you have in your possession? Like, not now, because I ain't trying to get you robbed. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you... that's around you <laughs> at a safe place. Because Omar got guns, too. Like, we're going to talk that shit in a minute. But go ahead. What's the um... most expensive coin you've ever passed through, has passed through your hands? Trying to see. Maybe I'm telling you about some cool stuff that I wasn't able to buy, but I was able to look at. I was at a, a coin auction in uh, Chicago, and um, they had some really rare stuff. Like, they had some $5,000 bills and $10,000 bills, mm. which have, like, they had, like, starting bids of $100,000. And I think they ended up selling for a couple hundred thousand a piece. Yeah, and they were, like, stuff. real bills, not, yeah. like, T-bills or nothing. No. Nah. Okay. No, they're real stuff. You know, they made them back in, like, the... Back in the day. The 20s and 30s. Now, what's a T-bill? Uh, treasury note it's uh it's a de- another form of currency like basically it's like buying a bond so it's like buying money from the bank of america 
and you can hold that money and it's like a I'll saving bank device. Of America. Yeah, like, you know, no, 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 no. Not like Bank of America, Bank of America. Meaning the U.S. Treasury. You can actually get a T-bill from a bank, but like it's it's from the Treasury Department. Oh, okay. So my bad. Now go ahead. I yeah. just, people who didn't know, I didn't know, so I know it's probably people listening didn't know what a T bill was. Right. So go ahead. Yeah. So ten thousand dollar bills, and uh, they have some other cool stuff like that. But okay. yeah, those are those large bills. They weren't you know meant for people to spend them themselves. It's more for like the banks would use them to transfer large amounts of money to bank to bank, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot easier to have one ten thousand dollar bill instead of like a stack of hundreds or. So if a bank you know, was broke, it hit another bank up. Like, let me hold a ten thousand dollar bill. And yeah, that's the science of the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is easier than the, uh, you know, transporting uh, large amounts of money. <coughs> they can just do in like one, you know, smaller uh, bill. So damn, I wish I imagine having like uh, you know ten stacks of ten dollar bills or just one, um, you know. But that would look sweet. Like on Instagram, one rap video, if a nigga just had one ten thousand dollar bill to his ear, because it looked stupid. It looked better when you see dumb thousands of dollars on your face. But if you got one bill to your face, they're like, man, it don't look sweet, even though it's worth ten thousand. Yeah, it's that's not a money phone. That's like a money receipt. That's just a bill. Money slip. Money slip. You want a money phone, I guess. Yeah, you want. It's it's about the bulk. It's about the size, and just we just like excess. We like it look more, but. So ten thousand dollar bill and it went for a hundred thousand. So somebody paid a hundred thousand dollars for something that's really worth ten thousand. That show you we stupid. Nah, 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 nah. It's probably really worth the ten thousand in value because the scarcity of it, or it's so few in circulation. Yeah, really it's rare. sort of like collecting those, uh, like like uh, uh, you know, collecting a comic book or a basketball card or something. Because mm-hmm. it's so few in circulation to get one, the collectors really, right. you know. So you'll pay $100,000 for a thing that's only worth, that's worth more, that's not worth as much as what you paid for. Right. Well, no, it's still money. like, okay, okay, first off, the 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 value is more so in the collector's item of it, not the actual value. So, like, if I give you a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, the value of it is probably, like, what, 15 cents? Yeah. <laughs> but the actual value to a collector may be, I don't know, $5,000. Man, please. You got $10,000 bills, y'all. You paid 100000 for it. I'm going to look at you, call you stupid every time. Oh, and break that bitch open, and we gonna go spend it. Like, man, let's go break this ten thousand dollar bill. Take up. the trip, come just throw the one bill on the thing. Throw the one bill, and <laughs> bitch, like, like you weak night. as hell. Don't even know I threw ten thousand at her dumb ass. Right, It'd be like the whole the whole place on us. <laughs> A ten thousand dollar bill, man. So you yeah, see. they also made uh, five hundred dollar bills and thousand dollar bills, and those five hundred and thousand ones are really a lot more affordable to get. So you can get like a five hundred dollar bill for like six. Is seven eight hundred dollars, which is only a few dollar, you know, a few hundred dollars over face value of five hundred. So I'm working to get one of those. Nah, but they're more in circulation. Yeah, the, they're, the they're, longer they're time goes, the more that'll raise in value. Right. Yeah, so those in, are more common. Those in a minute, those. all this money gonna be more in value because we finna go to a currency where ain't gonna be no real solid. It's not gonna be no physical. You know, it's not gonna be no physical representation of. It. It's gonna be all fucking credits going back and forth, like you know, yeah. video games. So it's gonna be like, oh, that dollar is worth twelve thousand bonus, you know, VC points, whatever the fuck we gonna call it. VC points. <laughs> but it's like I still like the old hundreds with the uh, small head, with the small faces. Like if I can find the money with the small faces, I the hundreds, I, I, 
I put them to the side. I used to, back when I was better at saving, I used to save them in the safety deposit box. I'm like, I want all hundreds with old faces. That was the hardest shit Jadakiss said. You got to tap into it. He said you they know? had to, what Jadik say? He said they had to start making new uh, hundreds because I got them all. Was it the hundreds? What did he say? He, I think that what Jadakiss said. They said the reason mm-hmm. they made the new hundreds is because I got all the old ones. I like the one where Beanie was like, y'all ain't seen new money till y'all seen the big face 20. I thought that line was dope. Mm-hmm. But I don't you know, know. Benny it's C. around the same. Not the gangster, the rapper. Yeah, I think so. He was a gangster rapper, but he wasn't a gangster. Because <laughs> Benny Siegel was a real gangster nigga. Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. I'm thinking about Beanie Mac. But uh, but Beanie Siegel was also involved in many uh, nefarious and criminal activities as well. Oh, shout out to that nigga. I heard that story about him keeping Kanye, keeping Kanye West from getting his chain snatched. That shit was the hardest shit ever. He say, uh, these dudes was kind of, they seen he had the Rockefeller chain on. He said, all these niggas, these niggas just surrounded him and all his boys. And Kanye run with some regular niggas that probably read and go to college. So they wasn't with the gangsta like shit. Like I say, hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they sitting there. But then no bitches get beat up and put in no uh, uh, hamster cage either. But then they were sitting there and he said he two way. which his wife got tied up uh, last oh, she year. She did out in Pierce. Yeah. Damn, they but did. continue, and that was when our that was actually a security guard and her staff that set that up. Oh, they found that out. Uh, he right now facing charges for it. Man, he should be dead. But yeah, right. yeah he was. Uh, but basically, he he called Benny Siegel. Benny Siegel pulled up, and the dudes was waiting for Kanye to leave so they could rob him. And Benny, and Benny Siegel walked up, and Kanye tucked his chain in. He said, "No, no, 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 no. Take your chain out. Take your chain out." And basically, just let this nigga know you ain't finna do nothing to him. And he's like, "Nigga, this a badge of honor. You with the Rock." You need to fuck with you like that, and that forever made me. I was already a Benny Siegel fan, but when he told that story, I was like, "Damn, I want to do some shit like that one day." Also, like, uh, a chain taking led to the murder of Tupac Shakur as well. Who got a chain? See, now we going down. Now, see, we learning shit that I didn't even know nothing about this. So you talking about when Tupac got killed? It had nothing to do with him beating my man ass in that casino that night. The reason they beat his ass was because one of the guys from Death Row got the Death Row chain snatched two days earlier in the mall in L.A. We got to stop giving everybody chains, and Everybody on the team don't need no chain, bro. Just the main nigga, especially if that's like a... If, it's damn near like paintball. Like, they coming for your flag. It's like everybody can't have a they chain. Because if they take your chain, now we look stupid. Now we got to retaliate. And that's, that's what led to... Then they see him at the fight, stomp him out, and... Hey, man, nobody in my clique getting chains. No. Period. Nobody are my Okay, but this is what I'm saying. If I had a Josh Adams chain and I get it snatched. That'd be weird that you got my name around your neck, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, it would be, but let's say for Detroit whatever is reason. different chain. Okay, a Detroit is different chain, but I'm saying more so your crew, whatever your company is. Yeah, That's okay. why I said Josh. Okay, Josh. If I get if I get the chain snatched, you just couldn't roll with like, hey man, people be robbing people. Or would you be with? I could because I got that mindset. But if we in your hip hop mindset, it's like, nigga, we gotta go get our chains back. Go call our mom. We finna go ride on these niggas because we about to put a $10,000 T bill on his head <laughs> and go get your chain back. And it's like, it's just right. stupid. Like, I just feel like it's senseless, bro. If you could just take your chains, like, nigga, you got your chain snatched. Shit happens. Yeah, Let's go get say, you another one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But. You know, nowadays, I guess, in the Instagram world, is it embarrassing to know that somebody going to be out here wearing the Josh Adams chain, making a mockery of what we do? Then you put, then you, but you know, that's just, then we or make do a, we just got to roll with it. We like, make an hey, Instagram video an of us going to another jewelry store, getting another chain, and mm-hmm. buying uh, 
more guns and be yeah, like, right. if it happened again, cuz, well, okay. then that's just really going back to some gangster shit. Right. So I guess it always, we all so, gonna die. We okay. all gonna die, man. And, and, and in sports, how, how did you feel when uh, Akeem Tlaib took a uh, snatched Mike, Michael Crabtree chain? That was disrespectful. How did you feel when he did it the second time? That was disrespectful again because basically you don't even want to take my chain. You just want to break my shit. I thought he did take the chain. He didn't take it. He just snatched it off. I mean, like... We, I thought he I thought he had it in the locker room. He just broke. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe somebody picked it up and gave it to him. But I'm not sure. But we got to swallow our pride as people. You know what I'm saying? Like... Okay. I think that's All just right. an art thing. Like, so I you, mean, do okay. Jewish people do that? Do what? Chain <laughs> snatch. Like, get no. mad about shit like that. Like, if somebody takes something from you, you feel like you got to retaliate and all that. Yeah, I don't know. You're the first Jewish person we had on this show, man. Thank you. First of all, congratulations. Think you're the first Jewish person in this house. The first Jewish person. Nah, he's not the first (laughs) Jewish person in this house. Oh yeah, the guy who owned it. This was (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The one who who owns this motherfucker. Right. But no, man. I just I don't know. We don't got all the way around talking about it. We was talking Kanye or something. Seagull and all them. But uh, so you go to these coin, these coin. What are these coins thing called? Coin shows. Do it be some hoes there? Yeah, sometimes. Shout out to the hoes. They everywhere. Josh. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean, Carl? Josh, I don't think that that's the place to be looking. <laughs> no. looking I guarantee you, bro, you don't think it's no fine, fine bitches going to coins like that. Like, I assume well, if a woman is when attractive. You coins, what's, the, what's the name of it? What? Like the hobby? Like, yeah, what's the name of it? It's like numismatics. That's what it's called? Yep. It's some hoes that's in the numismatics. No. I figure if they there, they are with some, they husband, yeah, some, or some rich old white man. Watch this, bro. I'm I'm typing in fine coin collectors, fine bitches fine collecting bitch. coins. <laughs> it's sort of like if you go to a, a a pool hall and it's a woman that you attracted to, just know she there with somebody else. No, nah, man. I think you just not giving them enough credit that it's people that's interested in a lot of stuff. Like it's like a a bitch that look like Pam Greer. That is a new. What is it called? What? Numismatics? Yeah, numismatics. That's in the numismatics. Nah, she like buffalo coins and nah. wheat pennies. Probability and statistics, no. Nah. I'm telling you what it is, bro. You, if you looking for... if you When I'm looking for Pam Greer, I'm going to be at bed, bed, Bath, Bed, and Beyond or nah, Bath and Body Works or something like that. It's bitches everywhere. So you ain't never met a girl in, like, uh, uh, or my, at a coin thing? Nah, y'all I know. Problem is that uh, a lot of the coin people are, like, older and stuff. So when you go to a coin shop or a coin show... All the dealers are like in their like fifties or higher, but sometimes you know you know who you know who over fifty and higher Angela Bassett. You know who yeah, Angela Bassett is? I think so. she's an actress. She fine as hell. So it's some fine milfs at coin shows. Yeah, sometimes you know people coming through there. They uh, some of the customers are good looking, but yeah, look at Comic Con. It's all types of beautiful. Okay, but Comic Con is a different culture. Yeah. How is it a different culture? It was it's it's More all dirty. It's only mainstream now because it is that. All it takes for my, me and you to get popping in there like nigga coins and shit. Now everybody collecting well, coins. Well, Will Smith ain't showing up at uh, when, when he starts collecting coins and, and The Walking Dead uh, goes into coin collecting. And yeah, maybe. <laughs> Man, you crazy. Rihanna collect coins. That's the reason I really brought you up here to talk about it. Hilarious. Rihanna collecting coins. She got that venti shit and now she in the coins. She got a dog. You're going to see her at Carabana. She do be at Carabana Refrig Finance. But if you at Carabana, you win it anyway. That's that you you will meet Pam Greer there. Man, Armand, <laughs> I know some bitches at the at the point at the at the coin shows. You just gotta look. Mm-hmm. But you be so busy getting that money. You out there trying to 
pay for coins and shit and buy new coins and trade and all that. But if you take your time sometimes and look around, it's going to be a thick, beautiful woman there that want to talk to you. Right. And what, like, now what would you say to her if she came to you like, damn, I like your buffalo nickels. What you going to say to her? And they want to see my coin roll? Talk that shit Hilarious. to her. You want to see this coin roll? You want to see this this roll of quarters I got in my pocket? Hilarious. These Hilarious. silver dollars on this motherfucker, the one, uh, uh, the 64s. Get, the, that's try the to get Armand me too up out of here. Yeah, right. Man, please, bro. Armand, you got to shoot your shot, bro. Right. Because, I mean, you just turned 21, so you went to the strip club for the first time. Yeah, a couple of uh, months ago. What was that oh, experience shit. like? What, what club? Uh, I think it was... Um, the booby trap? No, it was like um, down the river. It was the um, the landing strip. Oh, okay. Okay. And it turns out that a lot of girls at those clubs do like uh, coin collecting, too. You know, bring a bunch of dollar bills, and, you know, they like collecting that yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's a, different, it's a different type of coin collecting right. here, my brother. <laughs> Man, they'll take it, but they don't know. You go in there with the right kind of coins, you might meet one that's into pneumatics. Right. I'm saying it wrong. Just don't go in there with Monopoly money. Don't go in right. there and play them games. What kind of strip club was it? Was it like, was mostly black girls, white girls? Yeah, it was a mix. It was a mix? Mm-hmm. What kind of girls you into, Armand? <laughs> I like the uh, the thick girls. My Big nigga. ones. More to play with, you know, more bang I'm for the buck. Mind. Talk about these big thick ones, man. I got it. Like, I just start following them on Instagram. It just makes me feel good, with, like, because I, I collect thick bitches. Right, Josh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I not no more, but I'm a collector of thick bitches, man. Josh, hey man, the big girls have got uh, more bang for the buck. Yeah, Josh, man. Josh. Come on, bro. Who not a, me and uh, two chains? Hey, any nigga in Atlanta, we collect thick women, man, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Cause they just, they just, they a currency all they self, man. Right. They thick. Armand, I'm about to have your Instagram lit, bro. I'm about right. to really go on here and put you on some Instagram. Your whole, I bet your explore page is totally different than mine, but it's gonna be the same when I get through with you. Me gonna have him out here. <laughs> Cocaine Lorraine, following up, uh, uh, Cherokee the ass. Man, you gonna have. You gonna have him out here waking up, never go, going to work on the gram. <laughs> yeah. Looking at what's new, looking at stupid ass videos. You're gonna be like, mm, I didn't even know this was what's going on in Delicious Life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I follow Delicious. That's only because I know her a little bit, so we follow each other, but she don't need to. Anyway, but yeah, Armand, man, we're gonna plug you to some, uh, I'm gonna get your Instagram going, bro. Like, I don't, like, I don't know who you following. I know you, you like you follow your dad on there, right? Yeah. I would never follow my dad on Instagram. No, for real? He's pretty sweet. He's like the, the mobster boss. <laughs> that nigga love his daddy. I love my dad too, but I just know my dad. We ain't I don't wanna know who my dad be like. He, he Is probably your like dad me. on Instagram, Josh? Hell no, but if he yeah, was, he'd be following say. the same bitches as me, man. My dad a freak. <laughs> and I don't wanna know what he like because he used to go with my mama. So I don't wanna be like, nigga, we on the same shit, cuz you used to go with my mama. Okay, when your when your daughter get old enough to have an IG, are you gonna follow your daughter or are you gonna get off IG? By that time, bro, we'll be on a whole totally different social network. We'll be talking about Instagram like it was polio. Like, <laughs> like polio. some old shit. Like, okay. man, you remember everybody what, had IG? What I'm saying is I'm not gonna be on social media when I'm that old. Okay. I mean, you know what? Right. I can't say Okay, that. at what what age is uh what age is the age your daughter can get on IG? My daughter, the age that she can get on there, it would have to be probably high school. I think middle school is too, you don't know hey, shit, but in high school. So 14? 14, because I mean, I feel like at that age, it's like you still going to be, we still going to monitor you, even though no matter how old you get and how cool you think you're going to be with your kids and how 
up on what you what they doing, they always know more than you, and there's always a way around trying to keep up with what they doing. Like they're not gonna allow you to keep up with them. You're not gonna. That's so the you think you think she have like the Kevin Durant the ghost account? She have another account, another page. Doing it on somebody else's phone. Like, you know, she might have her account on her girl phone, so she only use it when she go here. Kids just smarter than us. They're not smarter than us. They just up on up on what they're up on. So it's like it's it's not of our world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So I don't know, man. So you 14 is when it's official. Yeah, if we talk about the shit we doing now, I'm like, hey, 14, you can have an Instagram. Even though I take that back, she got a YouTube now. Mm-hmm. But her but her mama run it. But it's like what I had wanted her to do that at this early of age, she making YouTube videos because all these kids want to be YouTubers and shit. But man, you know how it go, man, Armand. When you come in somebody, man, you just gotta be hopefully the person that you come in and somebody that makes sound decisions with your kid. No, it don't make it don't make it sound like that. When you have when you have a child with a woman. Man, he trying to talk. I don't know why he talking to you like you ain't a grown man, Armand. You twenty one years old. <laughs> you had sex before, haven't you? Hmm? Damn. What'd you say? You had sex before? Hell yeah. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> First time was uh, 15. Look at Okay. 15. June of the day. 15. <laughs> my baby out here going crazy at the age of 15, man. I lost man when I was 17, bro. Uh-huh. I could have lost it when I was 15, but it was just a weird circumstance. And I was a real weak nigga at the time. When I say weak, I was like, I wanted to be like my first time to be special. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be with somebody I remembered. And I remember her, but she ain't shit for real. How man. long did it take for you to not care about whether it was special or not? Well, once I hit her, it was like, oh, it's on. Like, after that, I was like, nigga, whoever want to fuck can fuck now. I, it, the first time supposed to be special. Like Richard Pryor said. Yeah, he said the only two pussy, you only remember two pieces of pussy, your first and your last. And that's really real. I think you remember a whole lot more, my brother. <laughs> the first and your last, man. So, I mean, yeah, I lost my virginity. I was like 17, shit. But 15 on mine, you more lit than I was. <laughs> Unless you're lying, and if that's cool, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> but but you know deep inside what it is, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got to go out here and I mean condoms. I, we always talk about this, man. This show is a show we don't really believe in condoms. For real? <laughs> no. You don't no. want to catch some shit. Catch what? You know, gonorrhea. Get some herpes. I don't want to miss good pussy. That's the thing, Armand. Like catching something is not as important as missing. I mean, it might be worth it. Oh, some of that stuff you can get, you know, get over with some, you know, some cranberry and stuff juice and yeah, cranberry juice, cranberry juice. Armand, <laughs> if you get burned, all you gotta do is slam your dick in the door. Everything that's in there gonna hey, come out of here. No, 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 don't do that. I remember that one, right? Don't do that. You have I'm gonna try it. A I'm splint like, on your dick. That nigga have a sling on his dick in his sack. Like, I know Armand gonna be like, I ain't know just talk like this because when we be at work, I'll be going this hard. I'll be chilling. Like my schmeckles broke. <laughs> My schmeckles. <laughs> schmeckles. No, man, condoms don't feel good. We don't. We don't do that. I mean, if you use them, do it. I'm just not a fan of them. So, what about getting a kid? You don't want no kid. I got. That's 18 years two of, of uh, child support. Man, it's 18 years of love. Yeah, 18 years of love. <laughs> you got to think about the positive shit. That child support is what it is, Armand. You think your dad look at you like that? He love your ass. Look at you, man. I'm collecting coins, fucking when you're 15. Right. right. <laughs> Playing with your schmeckle upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he know what you're doing. He had you. You only hilarious. child? No. Okay, see what I'm saying, man? No, Armand. I'm not going to. This is what I'm going to say, because I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to tell everybody to come to nobody, because that's not what's up, because it is consequence of that. But I will not. Never, I would, I would never stop saying is it feels amazing because that's the way it's intended. 
coming anywhere other than in a girl don't feel as good as coming in there because that's the way God intended because we're here to procreate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, I concur. That's why we come. That's why that's why you that's why you come to, to, to make a baby. But if you ain't ready, don't do it. Because right. Armand, you got a whole dynasty you gotta be Armand, Armand drives a fucking Camaro. He 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 has a Draco in his car. Mm-hmm. So if y'all want to run up on Armand if you want to, get fucking killed if you want to, thinking he pussy out here. Armand me out here in the summertime with mink coats on, no shirt up under that bitch. Right. <laughs> with a Cuban link chain with uh juice star. With a juice with a juice star. Star mm-hmm. David. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Talk that shit to these people, Armand. You that guy, man. Don't let that. I tell Armand every time I see him, you that nigga. Don't ever forget it. Just don't Hilarious. say it. I don't know, man. We gotta you gotta take me to one of them court. Like, that's what we should do, man. We should go to a coin. Like next time you go, I'm gonna go, man. We're gonna tape it. Mm-hmm. And you what, can take coin me show? to a coin show. And we go around take and it to the strip club. And and the, the coin. We can do that, but I wanna go to a coin show and we're gonna see and I promise you we're gonna find some hoes. Right. You're going to find some You're going to be like I didn't even see them And they There's were like There's a big one Coming up in uh, next month Where's that? In uh, Macomb Community College Just <laughs> 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 started laughing <laughs> What's wrong with MCC? It's just funny Because I just felt He was going to be like Oh what's that Little Caesars Arena? Yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> said Macomb Community College I'm with it We can go to Macomb right. Community which, College What you got against MCC? I ain't got nothing against it It was just a funny place For the big <laughs> The fact that he said It's the big one Yep, it is one big one. You know, funny thing, uh, it was a couple of years ago, and um, I misread the date for the coin show, so I popped up in there. It was a whole bunch of like cheerleaders doing tryouts and stuff. Like, what the fuck is this? Where's the coins at? Oh, yeah, you <laughs> well, you like, know, I was younger oh, back then. I would have, you know, would have stayed by and uh, you like you know, checked out. I was like, what <laughs> yeah, the hell? Where's the coins was looking at? Like a pervert, R. Kelly. Yeah, he R. was, Kelly, R. If he was young, it was one thing. Armando uh-huh. with all these goddamn coins. And right, those, it was the weekend after that where they had the coins. But that how one you was mess the, up the day? Which one was this at? Was it what? It was at Macomb. Oh damn! They had like the cheerleaders and stuff. Like, what is that is like this? the home of coin collecting here or something? No. Like, why are they all at Macomb Community College? You got the big gym. They have the uh, all the tables set up at and Man, stuff. Oh for, my! Oh for god! The bro, when I get on, we taking this coin shit to another level. I'm gonna be nice. on in a minute, in a couple of months, God willing. And Armando, when I tell you, you coming with me? Listen, man, I don't say shit and I be saying, Armand, it's you, me, Project Pat, Stevie Wonder, Conan O'Brien, that Dez, is a weird ass Corey, crew. and we just going to tear the town That down, is a bro. weird crew. We ain't got no women in our crew. We going to meet the women, but I'm just okay. saying, like, I mean, I might get cool with somebody like that, nigga. Maybe our wives, nigga, but I'm just saying, fellas hanging out. Mm-hmm. Okay. The women going to be around. Project Pat going to be there. You know who Project Pat is. No, nah, he definitely don't know Project Pat. You don't know Project Pat out of Memphis? 36 Mafia. Woo, woo, chicken, chicken. Woo, woo, chicken. You heard say, the song, don't yeah, yeah. Armand mm-hmm. be listening to uh, mm-hmm. Iranian hip-hop? Iranian? What? What kind of hip-hop was that we listened to one time on the... Oh, it was uh, Israelia. <laughs> Israelia. Uh, yeah, it's like that Ir- Iranian is almost like the exact opposite yeah, when it comes really, to uh, what's man. going on in the conflict. I'm sorry. Iran yeah, is like yeah, the yeah. terrorists. They're like the, uh, the enemies of the Jewish people. So. Okay, so I... I so, you, so you can listen to their music because they're the ops. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> even the music's okay, but, you know, the country and some of the people aren't too good. But. They say they evil, but they do got a couple songs you fuck right. with. 
But so it's I I how you I say Israeli Israeli. So mm-hmm. what's up with the hip hop scene? So do you understand the words or do you just like the beat? Uh, the beat. I don't know Hebrew yet, which is the the Jewish language. But you know, you working on it? Yeah, yeah. Can you speak a little Hebrew? How do you say Josh in Hebrew? Uh, is no it Joshua? <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you ever been to Israel? Yeah. Okay. How often? Uh, went there for the first time last year. Oh man, it was a lot of Damn, fun. What was that like? It was really good. Really good food. Uh, a lot of good looking bitches. You know, everyone. Hell yeah. uh, okay. You know, everyone at eighteen joins the army for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have know, to join the, the army. Yeah, that's part of the it's, uh, it's tradition. Like, same thing. You know, South Korea and uh, Switzerland does the same thing. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of good looking girls because everyone's like you know trained to kill pretty much and. Mm-hmm. So they all have minute. like the soft uh, complexion and the. Uh, so everybody, even the women, got to join. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird. Well, I mean, I mean that's the that's a part of the tradition. I mm-hmm. mean, just due to the nature of what's been going on there right. for pretty much know. every. So country you turned eighteen. Around, yeah. So basically, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. You automatically go into mm-hmm. the army. Yeah, yeah, unless you like go to school. Then yeah, you have to have like people in some high places to avoid that shit. Yeah, that sounds like the Hunger Games type shit. <laughs> no, like you, really. you taking our kids and you taking our best and brightest, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and putting them out there, and they had to, and maybe they don't go to war, but they still gone. So it's mm-hmm. almost like you in the National Guard. I mean, they pretty much at yeah. war every day. I mean, you know how many yeah. countries around there that trying to kill them every single day they got. You know, they got um, the Palestinians, they got uh, I'm moving on their ass. I'll see y'all when I'm 22. <laughs> yeah, right. Where you been at, nigga? Detroit. Uh, you're going to be dealing with a lot of problems trying to get back into Israel. <laughs> I can't get back into Israel after that? No, no, yeah, no, man, no, no, If you no. get as big as Drake and you come back, they like, we can't. He our favorite son. Okay, well, yeah, but if you just regular-ass person, you just did something that is dishonorable discharge, and that is frowned upon in any. Man, mm-hmm. and they ain't got no And that's why they get their ass beat in um, basketball every year in the um, Olympics, because they ain't got nobody that's been... <laughs> From 18 to 20, you out there shooting at motherfuckers when you could have been hooping. And LeBron, what LeBron do? Imagine if we did that here and LeBron had to go to the Army. LeBron would have been in Desert Storm. We would have never well, seen LeBron this. LeBron would have been in Desert Storm. <laughs> that nigga 49. If we did that when we spoke to LeBron, we would have never seen LeBron be what he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Man, I can't believe that, dog. You just hit me. So the food is good. What kind of food do they got in Israel? That was I mean, good. any kind of like Middle Eastern food. So Jewish food. Uh, so shawarmas. Yeah, they got shawarma, hummus, uh, I don't know. What, what do hummus taste like? Like real hummus? That like, kind of stuff they got here. So like the chickpeas? It's yeah, like yeah, a, the chickpeas, uh, yeah. No, no, it's really shawarma, good. It's like kebabs. I mean, it's like a peanut food. butter made with chickpeas. Right. I don't like that. But it's called, hey, I'm it's telling good. you, it's amazing. It's amazing. Try it. No, it just looks Try weird. It. I think I saw it. They put it in my state. No, it just looked weird. It's like a, a light hazel brown kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm straight on that. And, and Nutella. <laughs> Nutella and all that. Nutella. So the food was good, and mm-hmm. you went out there on some visiting stuff, or was some type of pilgrimage? Uh, I guess it was a pilgrimage. It's like... Uh, what do that mean? I don't even know where that word came I from. I Well, a pilgrimage is more so like going on a spiritual journey. Yes. Uh, okay. So. Spiritual journey. A spiritual journey, you know, Moses and the pilgrimage, uh, I will, you know, I guess like in the story of some of the original Hebrews. In the first comic book we ever made. The first comic <laughs> book, the Bible. Yeah, the first comic book ever made. So you went out there, you went out to Israel. Mm-hmm. You went across country pretty much on a tour and uh, went to all the big cities like Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Tel mm. Aviv was like part of the city. It was like Ann Arbor because mm. it was like the... University and they got like right on the beach, so the Mediterranean Sea. So wow. it's like Ann Arbor on the on the beach, and they got a whole bunch of bars and restaurants. 
Yeah, I saw Tel Aviv got to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't, like Jerusalem City. seems like it may be kind of scary just yeah, due kinda. to, I mean, the West oh, Bank situation. Right. Jerusalem just sounds scary because you hear all the stories they talk about in the Bible. It just sounds like a scary place. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, currently just... All that magic too. and shit going on over there. Just seeing things like that just weird me out. <laughs> yeah, so, a... you, so, so Jerusalem is like St. Louis. St. Louis. Mm, I think it's a lot more dangerous than St. Louis. <laughs> so it's like Chicago. New Orleans. It's Chicago. like anything we haven't because because of the the conflict that's always existed there uh, since. I mean the the idea of granting statehood to Israel uh, on land and where Palestinians feel like is their land. It's been a fight ever since. Like. Uh, what started the United Nations, the first act of the United Nations was granting the statehood to Israel after World War II, mm. when many of the Jewish people were like, we need to definitely have our own statehood so we don't run into a problem like the Holocaust again. That's what granted that, where a lot of Palestinians feel as though that uh, that's their holy land. And it's always been a fight. But so they the, like, bombs that go on, the bombs that go on between Israel and Palestine and Israel and not just Palestine, but a lot of the other sanctions like the, uh, you know, uh, a lot of groups, you know, the Hamas and the Muslim Brotherhood. And, you know, that goes down, man. To so all our listeners in Israel, because now, man, that you've been on the show, our mind, we done went international. I don't know if you did that. How <laughs> yeah, international. We brought you on the show for purposes, man, of building our audience up a little more because our audience is a little bit. We want to make it broader. So now that we got people listening that eat chickpeas and do all the other live shit, mm-hmm. thank y'all for listening and kicking it with us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna end it. I'm just saying I want to thank y'all for listening. I know y'all alone here. I want to say Duncan Shane. I want to say Ben Aki. Mm-hmm. Um, say uh, Tuda. Tuda. What that mean? Pretty sure it means uh, Hebrew for thank you. Like, uh, uh, so I want to thank you for uh, I want Hebrew for thank you or whatever you just said. <laughs> I want to say thank you in Hebrew. Um, all that live that live shit, man. I want to thank y'all, man, for listening and being a part of Josh Adams podcast because we trying to come here. We want to do a live podcast in Jerusalem. You want to do that? Yeah, yeah, that'd be do a uh, Tel Aviv. That'd be cool. Oh, uh, Tel Aviv. What is Tel Aviv like if you had to compare it to a city here? I know you said Ann Arbor, but like, what's the, what's there in or Israel? What would that be here in America? Mm, trying to think like a real like you know so you had to be like alright if I gotta give it a Probably big city Miami, Miami yeah Miami damn it yeah. T- Tel Aviv mm-hmm. yeah like so they, they're, they're, uh, the popular thing there is like clubs you know like dance clubs uh-huh. and like you no know, restaurants and stuff and so that music cool you bars. be listening to that's the music that be popping right. yeah, they be, they be you know, popping you know popping in the club and uh, they be, up on the rooftop you know dancing they, and drinking they be, and stuff they be popping like twerking <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> Damn, bitches in Israel twerking. Oh yeah, man. Hey, man. little Israel bulls, what's up, man? If you in there, holler at me, man. I got the translate button on my Instagram. Just say something, and I'm gonna hit the translate, and it's gonna tell me what you're trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's up in Hebrew? What's up in Hebrew? <laughs> shalom. That's like, oh, that's how you say it. Shalom. Uh-huh. Shalom. Grad is shalom. I know a nigga named Shalom. That's his Instagram name. So, um, so you been to Israel? You went to Jerusalem. Yep, went to the Dead Sea, which is the one where the the water is so uh, so, too, uh, so salty that you can't sink at all. So everybody just floating. Yep, flowing. You like you, you walk in and you like uh, sit down. And you fall on your back because you can't sink and you're just like floating around and 
you know, it's pretty sweet. That's kind of scary. Yeah. And, and why do they call it the Dead Sea? Because it's dead, and there ain't nothing can live into it. <laughs> live in it because there's so much salt. Wow. Yeah. That's it's scary as hell, though. bro. That's just the, the Dead Sea. But it's cool though. At the same time, we're floating around. There's like Israeli, like Air Force jets going on overhead, like super low, and it's right on the border of uh, Lebanon too. So, or it was Lebanon or Jordan or something, but. Um, so do like so so you say Lebanon Jordan. Uh, what else is over there? Yeah, Syria, um, Egypt. Oh, Egypt! Mm-hmm. Shout out to Egypt, man. One time, man. <laughs> now you name the places that I know of. I've heard of Lebanon. I've heard of Jordan and all that. Is Hungary over there? Mm, that's in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's further. Definitely, bro. I don't know nothing, man. Geography, bro. I gave that shit up, bro. Like once I learned that, as soon as I learned that in school, bro, I forgot it. It was like I just did this to get out of here. Hilarious. Mm Because you just don't want to go back to school and be that grown dude, and all the younger hoes is not in your grade with you, and they looking down on you. So it's like I just passed to get out of school. I passed to not look dumb. I didn't really pass to be intelligent. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there feel me. I know my people out there listening in Tel Aviv know what I'm talking about. <laughs> in, uh, right. in South Korea. Do they got the internet out of South Korea now still? Most nah, the internet's been in South Korea. I thought they canceled that. Or North canceled. Korea. No, no, no. North and South is completely different. But it's, it's where's like, Kim Jong un at? North. But yeah, he took away the internet. Nah, it's just uh it's kinda like China. It's a filtered it's all, internet. Yeah, filtered, censored, and but even all shit. even our internet is filtered, but not as much as those countries. Well, to the people that's sneaking around listening to this podcast out there in North Korea. <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Well, don't don't say it too loud. He's gonna he heard get him that's killed. Right, yeah, I just got somebody killed. Yeah. Well, well hopefully they cool with Dennis Rodman. And then I he mean, plugged, when we think about it, the net neutrality that's going on even here. But they were scared that didn't happen yet, did it? Or it's never. Nah, happened. those laws are moving forward. And, and and that's supposed to be what they got to pay. We got to pay for the internet. Well, what's gonna end up happening is. All right, like even how people are receiving this podcast, uh, it's the same access provided to Detroit is different and websites like Detroit is different as any other website. So Mm -hmm. with net neutrality, uh, basically providers can move certain messages across faster than other messages. So Detroit is different will probably move slower and the the fastest messages will be those messages from like Time Warner based products, Viacom based products. You know. Well, that's why you got the dark web. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, so if they take away the regular internet from you, bro, I'm on there where they watch moving. Watch out. Watch the where they damn dark web. Nor- where they moving nuclear warheads. No, the, the, no. The, the cure to AIDS. Mm-mm. And child pornography. I'm gonna be on there checking my Instagram on the dark web. <laughs> well, hey, I, anybody, uh, please do not follow that because you'll be trying to go on the dark web with your regular ass AT and T connection, right. and then you will be <laughs> you will be promptly promptly put on the FBI list. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fed be watching your ass. <laughs> hey man, fuck what the old Corey talk about, man. Get on that dark web and get loose, bro. Flat out, you gotta imagine it's gotta be some way better porn on the dark web than the shit we got. I know. It, it gotta be some shit on there with Michelle Yo. Obama out here getting fucked. Illegal, illegal shit. If, I don't wanna be on that. If if X video can't hold you down, you are you you need I'm to see. I'm a freak, bro. You need to seek counseling. I'm a freak. If man. X video can't hold you down, seek counseling, bro. I watched the girl. I just the other night, if bro. You porn I saw can't a girl. hold you down. 
watch uh, seek counseling. Pornhub, right? Yeah, Pornhub. Right. He's gonna be into the. Imagine what the dark web Pornhub is like. Bro. Nah, 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 nah. I want to see that now. I didn't pick my interest. It's the dark web because it's probably illegal and shit. My curiosity is you gonna see some. It's probably gonna be like donkeys having sex with five women. That's on the regular shit. Horses. I want to see aliens. I want to see aliens fuck. That's what I want to see. That's the dark web. No, no, Area no. 51 porn. Area That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see a bad bitch fuck an estric terrestrial. we <laughs> a big horse. Aliens. Bro, bro, I watched a lady fuck a horse one time. Wait, time out. And I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Time out. I feel terrible after I saw it. Time out, man. One second. Time out. What the fuck? Bro, that was it. I had saw a tape, man, and it was a lady. It was like it was a bunch of people fucking animals. How did you how did you even keep <laughs> watching that shit? Bro, because it, <laughs> it was porn, man. And if it's titties on the screen, I can't turn it off. I'm just a, I was a weird kid at one point in time. <laughs> and I was like, man. And when you watch porn, you try not to focus on the dick. But I was like, damn, this is beautiful, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> My bad, Armand. I ain't mean to bring you up here and I'm talking that shit. Hey, man, let's get on the dark web right now. Can we access it from your computer? Hell no. We do not need to do anything dark web related. I know Armand probably can get on there because Armand is a genius. Mm. I know you got access to the... All you need is like what? Some type of weird IF? What's that shit? IP? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, all you need is the one so that way it can't be tracked and you can do what you want to do. Nigga, it's cured for AIDS and cancer on there. Why would you not want to utilize that? Imagine how strong the dick pills is on the dark web. <laughs> your dick would be, be a lightsaber. Your dick would turn into don't, pure energy. Do not. Do your, not imagine hey. if you get a pill that's so potent that it takes your dick to the next level where your Cialis. dick is pure energy. That's how hard your dick is. And then, it's pure energy can't be created or destroyed. And you know like the FDA hurt. did not approve that shit. <laughs> that's because God put it here. God you put everything, man. You're going to be having every form of cancer <laughs> known to man. And then you can find it on the dark web to get the cure to cure yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> imagine right. the coins you can find on the dark web, Amon. Probably a bunch of counterfeits. Man, please, on the dark or web. Or stolen shit, too. Yeah. Oh, please. It's no better business bureau for that shit. Man, I'm on the dark web. Hey, <laughs> y'all need to go on the dark web and fuck with it, man. Because it sounds like, man, you find out who really, who did OJ do it or not. Like, dark nah, web, all nah, the info nah. out there. Nah, nah, nah. If, if you can't get to what you need to get to through Google... You you need to seek a counselor. You hear that, Amon? The man done got to him already. See, they always it's always a nigga who you really think is walking down. <laughs> he the one always trying to keep you from the true knowledge and the light. That's all he do. God, that's why he put. That's why the government put this nigga in my life. Cause I'm enlightened. My mind is open, and he always trying to reel me in. It's some shit like no, cause if you can't use Google, the shit the government monitor where we can go, and it's a world where it's free. <laughs> Somebody just walked in downstairs. It's probably the government because I'm talking too much. <laughs> Listen, man. Tell my daughter I love her. Tell my daughters I love them. And that daddy tried to open up the minds of the people. But Carl was an agent. Way was an agent. He was a way for the man to get to me, man. Use the dark web to thrive. That's where you'll find Tupac at. <laughs> Tupac on the dark web, man. Tupac on the dark web. That's where the new mixtape at. That's where the new mixtape at, man. <laughs> Go to the dad piff on darkweb.net. <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, Armand, what can the people follow you at, man? If they want to follow you, man, hear more about coins 
and all the cars you got. Tell them about your cars real fast because they, they they don't really think you get money, Armand. Tell them about the Wraith. Well, for the toy cars? Talk about the toy cars, then. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, no, the cars you, you got that you drive down to uh to the uh you ain't get to go you ain't get to go to the uh, World Dream Cruise, but. Oh, you're talking about, oh, yeah, I got the, the 59 Etzel. Ooh. Oh, you got an Etzel? Yeah. Damn, dude. I think it's pretty sweet. It's, tell <laughs> them about it. Talk to specs on that bitch. Because that, that car made a, that's what, a, that's a what? A 19 what? 59. 59. So that car made of steel. Mm-hmm. Metal. Real metal. Real metal. Hard as your dick. It, that's how hard <laughs> your dick get if you get peels off the dark web. Yep. It's, uh, it's black. Yeah. <laughs> it's black. Big and black. It's big and black, and he, and, uh, I guess, but uh, 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 he got an Etzel 1959, and you also mm. got a what? A uh, Camaro. Armand is a Armand. When you really get to your bro, first of all, I love you. I want you to know that, and I fuck with you the long way. When you really reach your potential, you gonna be the illest dude out here. I'll be driving a uh, Bentley, see a Model <laughs> T, or something. You probably a Model get, T. Before you get a Model <laughs> T. Hell yeah. If you can get a Model T, you are a true collector. Model A, that's like the original uh, gangster car. Yeah, it you know? is. Get you a Wright's Brother plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be like the St. Saint, uh, Vincent, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, the St. Yeah. Valentine's Day Massacre car oh, with a Tommy gun. With a to- oh, damn, they didn't bring Tommy guns back. But uh, yeah, tell these people they can follow you at Armand on, on, on social media. Yeah, so uh, like I said, start uh, Instagram. It's uh, SKDC underscore Mafia Garage. So... Hey, That's where I post all my shit at. Follow him, and if y'all really fuck with me, and y'all know, and I know y'all out there, DM him some titties. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there with some coins over the nipples. Oh, that way is. it ain't really a titty, because it ain't a titty without the nipple. So if you really fuck with me the oh, way y'all say y'all fuck with me, follow Armand and put a pair of your titties in his inbox. Be let him know that you appreciated him on the podcast. What kind of coins you want to be so that way you know they was listening to the podcast? Uh, well, make it something they can get because a lot of these girls ain't what nestitarians. What's that uh, called? Pennies. What? Just put some pennies. Any, yeah, any yeah, year. Small, small spenny, uh, pennies on the nips. Some pennies on the nips. But a lot of these black women got big areolas. So yeah, you wanna, you're not scared of black titties, are you? No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so areolas, uh, two uh, pennies, uh, 1962. Nipples uh, on the nipples. Nineteen sixty two. That way you know you listen to the podcast. All right, Kari, what you got coming up, bro? Man, same old, same old, man. Just uh, pushing. Uh, right now, people should be in effect uh, laughing at this from laughing at what you and Dez was just doing this past Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Uh, when they hear this, this uh, we have already done the show on the twenty third. Uh, the next show will be the second Tuesday in November. I don't know what that is, but if you know what it is, just put it in my inbox so I can remember next time. Uh, damn, I got some dates I got to throw here because I do have comedy coming up. And I'm on here deleting stuff off my phone. Let me see here. Boom, boom, boom. I will be uh, on the 5th. Yeah, on the 5th, I will be at the punchline. It will be me, Jay Will, Mike Leary, and one other nigga that I don't know. But I'm sure he's funny because he's on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that punchline. Uh, let me see. Oh, 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 rewind that. The day before that, the fourth, I'll be at Ken Brass's uh, open mic over there at the Baltimore Gallery, the fourth year anniversary. And uh, let me see. Boom, boom, boom. Did that. And uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're hearing this, this will be Thursday. I'll be in Virginia. I'll be Richmond, Virginia. The 25th uh, to the 28th. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, with okay, my nigga Leonard Oots again at the, I believe I'm at the Funny Bone. 
Oh, Richmond is a interesting city, my is friend. It? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'll be down there in VA, man. So tell Pharrell, tell Pusha T, tell Malice, tell Timberland. There's so many niggas from down there. Ain't Teddy Riley from there? Yeah. No, he not. I think Teddy Riley from Harlem. Man, he was doing a lot down there. But they was Richmond. all eating down in Virginia, though. Yeah, yeah. At that point in time. I didn't know there was drug dealers paradise. We'll talk about that another time, mm-hmm. man. But thank y'all for listening to this, man. Detroit is different studios, clever vision. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So slept on. Uh God bless. Good night, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. Y'all be easy. Peace, peace. My baby Armand, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.